Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Cody, and you are listening to The Stutterer. And if the microphone quality sounds up and down, there was a Windows update, and it seems that it was messing with the software that I use. So if it switches around, that's the reason why. And for this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I feel incredibly strongly about from my own path and what I've learned these last few years which is more on a relatable level on what we're all dealing with right now and take, and trying to take control of our lives, which it's never, life is not about the money. Now, anyone in a difficult si- situation would say now that is untrue because money can solve all of our problems. But what I mean by money can't solve you your problems and that it's not all about it is because money is the result of something. It is not the creator of all things. You create your world, which will bring in those profits and that success. Money is only a result. And the real wealth begins in your heart and your mind and the intention that you intend to walk for the rest of your life. And there's the old saying that people spend all of their lives chasing after their their perfect world. They, they dream of retiring rich and doing whatever they want, and they spend their whole life toiling a job, working. And as life catches up with you, you'll realize that you are living that life right now, and you've wasted all of it. Truly, if you want to have that future and you dream of a better world, then you need to start living like you're in it right now for that future to come to you. You don't chase after it. You have to bring it to you and restructure your world, your mindset, and your intentions to create that future. You don't stay one way and then all of a sudden the world gives you it and then you change. No, if you change the world will change with you. And it's really the idea mentally of if you are in charge of the world and you are leveraging all of it, pulling it all back to you, or you're letting it pull you and it's guiding you to nowhere. You have to decide to take control of your life and know what you want and what future you're going to create with each action you do every day, living with intention like you're on a mission. Like no time can be wasted, but at the same time, time you spend relaxing, enjoying, and having fun is beneficial to your mental and and overall health. So therefore, it is necessary to living life. Everything has a place and a purpose, and it is about weighing each and every action you do and knowing the benefit or the risk that can come from it. Because people, they have, with the United States, there's the hustle culture of chasing after something relentlessly and telling you to never sleep, to never focus on anything else. But there's a balance. Like I said, you are living your your perfect life right now. So you have to create a balance where you can enjoy work and also take time for yourself and learning to breathe, to relax, because it is beneficial to creating higher quality results. Your body is like a battery. Your nervous system, your mind, 
has a certain amount of energy that you will spend. And by the end of the day, you can't move for much more, at least mentally, physically, people can keep on working, but it's really in your heart that will expound everything else around you. It's exponential. So truly good rest, being able to enjoy what you love, watching, watching a series you like, or playing a, a, a video game, taking a walk, talking with people. It's learning to balance regaining your strength and also doing what you know you have to do each and every day while leading up to a goal where you will not waste each, 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 each action. If you go to a job, you're doing it to build your, your wealth to then invest it in a, in something to pull you even higher. Never expect to stay where you are. If you truly hope to rise. Don't expect the world to give it to you. You have to take control because it's a give and take situation where if you're going to let them take, they will take and take and take. But you have to learn to reserve some of yourself knowing what what you can give and what you will receive in return. Which that is a difficult mentality to balance because it's not exactly like that. Because our calling as Christians is to reach out to the whole world, even if you don't expect anything in return and to show them that love. But what? But in the same way, it's an investment. What you will have in return is giving people hope and putting that motivation and desire in them, which will have them create a better world with you. So in a way, you do get something in return. But nothing is about money. Money is only the result of what you have done and the intention of where you began. Because if you were pessimistic or, dare I say, lazy or this or that, then you can't expect the world to change for you and then pull you up. You have to decide the day, the next day you wake up that you are going to start improving your life, eating better, living better, living with intention, thinking to yourself, is this guiding me to a better future? Am I in control? And people will see that with your work and you you want something, you want to do something. And the reason scripture is necessary is it's learning to balance, balance that and grace. There's a difference between cruelty and coldness and passion and and intention because the people in the bible were some of the most passionate they could describe but they they had a they had an inspiration and that's the difference you have to fill your mind and your heart with with wisdom and good things to guide you on the right way. So then therefore you are confident in your steps to learn, to invest in yourself and listen and read uh, and absorb all the things that can grow you as an individual. It's not just deciding that you want something because then that would create fools and tyrants. It's someone who learned and then can measure how far their confidence and pride can go until it creates a hazard for them. It's knowing themselves. It's emotional intelligence. 
But to know that you have to read scripture, you have to listen to wiser men from before. Because when I was a kid, I always looked up to Billy Graham. So I would, so I would watch all of his old sermons. I would read scripture. I would think about it in a way where you were sent out to evangelize to the whole world on a mission. Therefore, what you have, that desire, that passion is a gift and you need to protect it and nurture it because the world will try to take that away from you. It will try to destroy you, discourage you. Don't let it hold on, keep fighting. And being better is strength, not falling with the world. It's standing up when nobody else will, and they will all call you crazy for believing in something and dreaming. And oftentimes the right thing in this economy will also be seen as crazy sometimes. Sometimes it won't make sense monetarily, but it's knowing that what you're doing is investing in a future. Because I spent some time in stocks and investments, but what I learned more of is the mentality that everything is an investment, not just stocks, but everything you do. Every last thing you think about, every last thing you accomplish each day, it's investing like building blocks to a future and you cannot waste that because it can be investments in something in something detrimental or beneficial. And these days with social media and the depravity of the world, they will invest in things that lead to nothing. It's like drunkenness. They're stuck where they are and they wonder why. And then they shake their fist at the world wondering why this is. But that's them believing that the world controls them. But you have to take it by the reins and decide that you want to do something. And it's your responsibility to do so. To no longer let the world knock you around, but to do something about it. But also to listen to your counsel. Listen to those wiser around you and ask them for advice. Because in the book, Think and Grow Rich, Henry... Um, it talks about Henry Ford, who didn't really know much about vehicles at all, but he knew, knew that he wanted to build one. So he had all of these people work with him who knew about it, and he would ask them. You being not knowing something does not make you stupid. It doesn't make you clueless it doesn't make you anything less than you are every single day in life is growth it's failure and learning to get back up again and laugh about it it it's really gathering all of it each each day and knowing that it's a part of humanity to start from 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 somewhere i mean you, you can't know everything at once people came from nothing and they built into something but it's that humility of knowing that yes at first the world will think you're crazy because you don't know everything, but then you just look them in the eye and say, I don't have to know everything. I just have to know how to inspire people. And they'll tell me and I'll listen. And it's a give and take situation. Like I said, it's hand in hand. They'll, they'll give to you, you give to them. And that's how business is formed. Business is about the intention of the heart of why you formed it, and it's the result that you create. And the real currency in this world is the way you've changed lives. To me, that I can't get out of my head. I, um, being at the age of, um, in my twenties, you, 
um, we all know these days that the world is filled with all kinds of stocks, courses, side gigs, um, online stores, all of this. But I can't, but which I have have studied them and and looked into them, but there was this feeling in my heart like a whisper, like none of it ever matters if I am doing this all for myself. I have to learn to invest into myself so that the world can become better by what I do because that's the real legacy. In a world that's falling apart when people don't believe anymore or don't know what they want, if you're the one who invested in wisdom, listened to God, read scripture, read books, and treated yourself like you were a student and apprentice to something greater than you can do great things. It's not about pride. It's about your readiness to listen and to also fail, but being ready to get back up again. Because pride is only, is only, for me, it was only justified if I knew what truth was and knowing to measure it to not grow too far where I would start to go my own way and, and let it corrupt me. Because passion can be a dangerous thing if you start to decide that you know you know all of it and you throw away all the wisdom that you've learned just because you believe you're right. There's a mixture between confidence and also knowing that you don't know everything and you're ready to learn. That's a part of the joy of life every single day is doing something that can that can better yourself and the world. And the real currency is people, not money. So when you think of a business idea or something you want to do, you have to think about what are people looking for? What do they want? Because they have souls, they have hearts and minds. They want, they want life just like you. They're not just numbers, they're people. So the real way to win is to touch their hearts and to reach to them and to inspire them. And that's the real way to win because you'll notice how all the leaders in, in history were only the ones who led people because no one else had the bravery to stand up before everybody and to give them hope when nobody else did. That's, that's the way to mix life into success is being able to build something that will 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 benefit you for your money but also to help people if it's only about you then what was it worth like like it said in in scripture if you do all of this but do not have love then it's only the empty sound of ringing cymbals it's just emptiness that will echo into nothing it's just loud noise that's and we all know what that feels like now of just just endless social media of just all these mind-numbing things and you're just it's just noise it's just endless noise what people are looking for is something real like when they say it they mean it something that can benefit them and give them hope again when the world is falling apart and I think 
to me through scripture, that is the one thing that prevails above all is that it was never about the law. It was never, never about the money. It was about the why, why did you do it? Because there's so many times through the old Testament where the Lord ruled through absolute law. Cause he didn't have, well, he didn't send Christ down yet. So we weren't free of our sin. We were indebted and we had to have blood sacrifices so that, so that that would take the place of our own life. And he ruled by absolute law, but there's so many times through the old Testament, even then where the Lord will show mercy to people. Like he will forgive those debts when they were not deserved because he saw into their hearts and knew what they truly were. That even if they fell, there's, there's a part of them that really would give up themselves for the greater good. And that is what the Lord is looking for. Something good within them that he can use to change the world for the better. Something measured. Not with arrogance or pride, but something in there that knows that they are a part of a greater plan. Because David, in, in, in the Psalms for Samuel, he he sinned in a way that would have been punishable by death. He killed somebody over adultery, but the Lord made him a promise that he would lead him as their king. And he forgave him, which most people would be confused by that, why he would deserve that. But all of David's life, he lived a passion for the Lord to sing songs, to dance, and to live in a fire for the Lord, to show the world of that victory, that glory. And and to me, even way back then, I knew that the Lord saw something in David where even if he made a mistake so grievous as that, he knew the potential in, in David's heart still. And he punished David, but he spared him because he knew there were greater things to come. And that's why it's the heart that matters more than anything else of the why you did it. Why did you do it? Was it for the money or, or was it because you knew that it was the right thing to do? Because you can form that into business and, and also for people because money can lift that platform up. So if you're doing it to chase after the idea of improving the lives of others in full heart, then that's different. But so many people these days just live to take and take no matter what gets in the way. You see that with all these cor- these corporations now that lie, that cheat, that hurt people, especially with the government more than ever. You see it as plain as day, but they don't care. And the Lord judges them. They can't escape death. And their vengeance will be, well, and the Lord's vengeance will be due upon them and they will know what they have done. But you see how the world is falling apart now, which is a, which is a direct result of many factors of broken hearts, depravity, desperation, 
and a government of tyrants that continue to crush those people in the same way, but then blame them for it. We're living in a world now where we need to fight back, but not, not by the government, because that doesn't matter as much as the people who make up this nation. And, the, and these people are broken. They don't know what to believe in. It's why evil men can get away with what they're doing, because nobody knows if it's even worth standing up to them. They don't know what they want. But if even just one person can inspire them, to to live better than who they were before then that's already changing the world in ways that money never could and it's why it's taking a downward turn away from money because people don't care about that anymore they don't want more sales they don't want more marketing they want something real for once and truly we need that more than ever before and in Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, it states, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And that's why scripture is necessary to this goal. It's faith and perseverance. And if you don't know if there's a God with you, then what could you believe in? It's knowing scripture by heart and knowing those words, knowing that God walks with you and it gives you strength beyond yourself. That more than anything else, People are looking for a God, for something beyond them to hold on to, like a child to their father. They want hope again. And we are here right now It is a chance to, to do that. And it's more ready than ever before for something to turn the right way. Because people have had enough, and we all know that. And for this, this episode, I really just need to tell people that if you're spending your whole life chasing this ideal life ahead of retirement, you will never reach it until you decide that you need to bring it to you and start living that way right now. Because if you do that, then the world will, will be brought to you because everybody around you will see it. And you will adopt it as the life you already have because it's not about the money it's about the intention of if you reach that point what would you be doing why would you why why would you do it because it would mean you were successful but what were you successful in and you can't do that by letting the world drag you around you have to take control and be the difference in this world the hero and that's and that's the second most important part is the intention because people can seek success, but if it was just to gain more for yourself, then what was it worth? It was pointless. If you can change lives and give people hope and give smiles back onto their faces and their, their hearts glow again, then that is worth more than anything that money can buy. And 
I know that each and every one of us ourselves are looking for that too. There's no more heart anymore. There's, there's no heart these days. There's no hope again. There's no passion or inspiration. It's just about money. That's why all media has gone down too. They don't care now about the inspiration. And it's time for somebody to change that. And it's this generation's chance to do that. But it takes scripture to know the words to speak. Which is why I measure it very closely to say, if you are confident, you also need to keep scripture on your heart so it measures you and 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 br- and brings you to knee so you're, hu- you're humble before it. Because a man letting his pride loose is a tyrant. But the Lord measures and he will judge for your good. He wants to show you that there are parts of your heart that are still corrupted by sin and it will lead you down a dark path if you don't listen. And a harmless man is a useless man. People believe that being good is the right way, but if you can't have the capacity to do something great in this world, then you're no you're no different than the rest of the world, but a good man is knowing what harm he can do, but choosing to walk the right path for the sake of others. That is goodness. That is grace. And it's, it's compiling all of that knowledge and that wisdom by the grace of God so that you can make an impact on this earth by the words the Lord speaks knowing what harm it can do if you use it for yourself and therefore letting the Lord take control so that it can be used in the right way that only he can know because he goes before us. And it's a very difficult thing to kind of grasp at first. It's a mental concept. It's something like a way to structure your mind. So first I can give you a step-by-step idea. First, understand your intention for your life. What do you want? Where is this going to lead you? What are you doing right now that will truly lead you to the future you want if you if you aren't starting to live that life right now? Learn your intentions and what you want, but then but then listen to wisdom, read scripture, read the word of God, read read the gospels. And understand the example of what a successful life looks like through passion and a and the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the only way that I can describe it. The same power that brings the dead back to life. You have to follow in that example. That's why they say, I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior, because only by Him can I be saved. Only by his sacrifice and acknowledging that he is the Lord, my God, can I be saved. And it's not just a checkoff. It is walking beside him, walking bef- walking behind him as he goes before you. So first, understand your intention, but then know where you can improve and, who you, and how you need to listen and grow in wisdom to, com- to become the very best version of you to impact the world in the right way. And if you can do that, the Lord promises that he will give you success. It may not be in the way you expected, but if you can change lives and save people, then that's worth more than any currency on earth. Thank you for listening. And I'm going to be working in... I'm um I'm going to be working on
all of this into more episodes based off of scripture so I can give you a step-by-step structure because I'm definitely trying to improve it. And it's y'all's support and y'all's listens and sharing it that really keeps me going. Thank you all. And I will talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much. Truly, I just, I want to be able to show the world that there's a better way. And it's only by the grace of God that we can do it. Thank you all. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.